1: Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning. Hi, Unity of Farmington Hills. And welcome to all of you who are visiting us today. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. I'm the senior minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. I am so excited about that opening congregational song. I love that song. Thank you for ushering the spirit of love into this service, as well as the spirit of worship. And I did see my picture in the video, Lauren It was a nice video. Thank you all Nicholas laurel marie michael carl and lauren thank you for that awesome opening song i'm going to give our announcements and then we will continue with our service first of all i'd like to invite everybody to join us for our sunday fellowship gathering today at 11 o'clock even if you're not a part of ufh i invite you you visited for our worship service so please join us for the fellowship gathering afterwards we're having a lot of fun And then tomorrow, everyone is also welcome to visit us, uh, join us rather, for our Monday Zoom house party at 1 p.m. We have been enjoying inspiring each other, connecting with each other, and laughing with each other. It's been a joy to share that time together. And then tomorrow evening at 7 p.m., we continue our critical conversations. We've been discussing the movie 13th, and we've been discussing our experiences with systemic racism and racial injustice and discrimination from the white experience and the black and brown experience and that, and then we're going to continue with that by moving into how it is we can be healing agents in this world also on Monday we have I mean a uh, Wednesday we have our meditation Wednesday at 7 p.m. everyone's welcome to join us to pause sit in a space with God for a little while and then share light and love with the world so if you're free on Wednesday evenings, please feel free to join us and you can invite others to do so as well. Yesterday was an awesome uh, UFH Zoom movie night. We watched, we came together and watched Under the Tuscan Sun. Thank you, Eileen, for hosting it. Um, and thank you for all of you who joined us. I had a good time, I hope you did as well. And today is our Sunday, our giving Sunday. An awesome opportunity to extend your prosperity consciousness by catching up on your tithes and your pledges and by giving a little more to our beautiful, awesome spiritual community for growth and expansion. I've already done mine. I stretched myself by giving for Giving Sunday and gave my tithe. Next Sunday at at 2 p.m. It'll be November 1st. We have our next women's group meeting. Carl Schluter will be doing a chakra presentation so ladies invite others to join us and please be there at 2pm at next Sunday to share in this chakra presentation and then on Saturday November 21st at 10am that's the next men's group meeting so men you are welcome to join uh, Peter I'm sure has something exciting for you all next, next uh, on the next meeting which was like I said November 21st at 10am so for that link and for the links of our, our the women's group for our activities and our events, visit our website, unityfh.com. On the homepage is listed all of our events. You can also sign up for our email blast on that homepage. If you do not see the event on the homepage, please go to the calendar of events on that on our website. Everything is listed there and you can also find the recordings for our previous med- uh, Wednesday meditations to schedule an appointment with me during our my office hours which are ten, Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. please. and also to ask for prayer please email me at senior minister at unityfh.com or you can call me at 248 737 9191 and we can set up a zoom meeting or we can do a phone a phone appointment. Either way is fine. I'm also available outside of my office hours. So just please call or email me. This concludes our announcements. And so now as we join our music team in singing Shirley the Presence, let us prepare our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. The daily word for today, Sunday, October 25th, 2020, is Listen. In the quiet of my heart, I listen for the voice of Spirit. Let me repeat that and then I'll have you affirm it with me. In the quiet of my heart, I listen for the voice of Spirit. Together? In the quiet of my heart, I listen for the voice of Spirit. And the message reads During the course of a busy day, I may hear all kinds of things, conversations, music, sounds from nature, traffic noise, and even my constant self-talk. Sometimes all that I'm hearing may numb me from the intentional act of listening. As I listen, I become aware of the voice of spirit. It's comforting, guiding presence feels like a homecoming. As I settle into a a tranquil environment and begin to relax my body and mind, I create a welcoming space for listening to the assuring voice of spirit, discernible, discernible by my inner knowing. I breathe deeply and I rest in this space. I go about my day listening attentively for the voice of spirit expressing through the people in my life. And the scripture for today comes from Luke. It's chapter 11, verse 28. Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Let us pray. I invite you to close your eyes with me. Take a deep cleansing breath and allow your consciousness your focus, to flow down into the center of your chest, your heart center. Here we sit in the presence of peace and stillness with God. And God, we acknowledge you to be the only power and the only presence active in our life and in the universe. God, the good omnipotent. And we thank you for blessing this worship service and everyone in attendance. And we also thank you for blessing those who will listen later. We affirm that it is the Christ within that brings forth the message. That allows us to understand it more deeply. And that also guides us in living it in our world and in the life in our lives and in the world. Thank you for being that divine gift of love that blesses and loves no matter what. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And let us now know our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. Wait. I want to say that statement two more times. Together, I am an individualized expression of God. One more time. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us know our growth affirmation together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth fills our hearts with love and joy and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit filled world. And now we will have our first special song entitled learning to be the light. It will be led by Laurel and then I will be back with our message for today.
2: stars came crashing down in tiny pieces to the ground I was all alone down here trapped beneath the atmosphere crashing down. There was only darkness all around, but in the distance I could see a
1: Powerful song, learning to be the light. I like that song. I love it when you all perform that. Uh, that song is a powerful message in it. Thank you, Laurel, and thank you, Lauren, for the awesome video, and thank you all for the awesome performance. The words, the music, the whole thing was fabulous as usual. Thanks again. So I am going to share a po- uh, not a poem. A joke with you that I heard one of my colleagues who I was ordained with say. I was watching one of his talks, and uh, I thought it was pretty cute. It's a tithing joke. So there were these two guys who were stranded on an island, and one of them is pacing back and forth. His name is Jim, and he's panicking, and he's like, I don't want to die here. Uh, And then he looks over at his friend, Joe, who's just chill. He's like not panicking or anything. He's just... Basking in the environment and taking it in and Jim goes, aren't you afraid that we're going to be stranded here for the rest of our life and Joe goes, you know, I make about $10,000 a week and I've been making some pretty good money for the last couple of years and I have been tithing on it faithfully every week. <laughs> My pastor is going to find me. <laughs> He's all looking for me now. <laughs> And after my colleague told that joke, he said, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I wish you were behind me, Lawrence, and you couldn't do that. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was kind of cute and wanted to share it. So this year, this month, we're, we, we've been discussing the theme, the series, Answering God's Call, and it's in conjunction with the spiritual faculty that represents October for unity. And that's zeal. Zeal represents our ability to be enthusiastic, to initiate, to motivate, and to be passionate. It's that fire inside of us that pushes us forward and guides uh, that unction to go forward into greater and better things. And so in discussing what we've been discussing, I've been feeling that God is calling us forward into something greater in expression. So we discussed in the beginning of this month, we discussed answering God's call to be empathic listeners. And with that, we it opened us up for our critical conversations that we can move into a space of hearing from the heart of love instead of the heart of hurt so that we can have more powerful divine interactions and divine relationships and we can open up the healing um, between the races um, to create that healing agent inside of ourselves that we are here to be and then the next week we moved into answering God's call to acceptance accepting where we are in the United States with right now accepting where we are in our relationships right now on a human level and then seeking the truth of it, because that's the beginning phase of change and then moving into acceptance, accepting what's going on on a spiritual level as well, accepting the truth of it. Last week, we discussed accepting, I mean, asking, answering God's call to to seek the kingdom of God. Because when you seek the kingdom of God, you move into a more powerful expression. Of knowing that that. What you desire in your life, that which your soul is desiring that which you think is your need, you move into a peace and a realization that you are already one with it by living and seeking the consciousness of God, which is spiritual consciousness above the consciousness of the world, which is human consciousness. So today I want to discuss answering God's call to righteous giving. And the scripture that we used last week i'm going to use it this week as well i'm going to continue using this scripture it is from matthew chapter 6 verse 33 and it comes from the segment entitled teaching and about money and possessions where jesus was teaching his disciples about money and possessions chapter thir- uh, chapter 6 in matthew verse 33 reads seek the kingdom of god above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So last week we. We just we we uh, realized that there are two components. To positioning ourselves. To receive what God. Everything that we need from God. And the first part was seeking the kingdom of God. Above all else. First and foremost. And this today we're going to discuss the second component. Which is to live righteously. And so I want to go a little bit further back in in uh the chapter six i want to go to verse 24 here it says no one can serve two masters and then when you go down further in that verse it ends by saying you cannot serve god and be enslaved to money now in other versions it may say you cannot serve god and mammon Uh, And what it means is your consciousness, your attention cannot be split between God, serving God and being caught up in worshiping the things of this earth, the things of this world. So when you're going after prosperity for the for the sake of or money, just for the sake of getting the money, for whether it's greed or what, for whatever reason you you feel that having all the possessions, having all the prosperity, that, that that's what will cause you to feel rich and wealthy. And the truth is. True prosperity has nothing to do with your money, your physical possessions, or any position that you have at a job. none of that is connected to true prosperity. True prosperity comes from living righteously, which means moving into taking all of the things that you moved into a, a realization of when you seek the kingdom of God and living it out in your life. Living righteously means to live in right relation with God, with the consciousness of the spirit that you are. It is the fifth unity principle. Do you remember what the fifth unity principle is? It says that it is not enough to know the principles or to know the truth. You must live the truth that you know. And this living righteously is going even deeper than just living. The truth that you know is living the truth that you understand to a level that you move into a deeper experience of it, a deeper experience of God manifesting in your life. And when we move into a deeper level of prosperity, everything can be taken away from you physically, all your money, all your possessions, anything, your title, all of those things can be taken away from you and you can still rest in a consciousness of feeling rich and wealthy and prosperous because you've moved into that consciousness. And so, what happens when you are enslaved to money? Well, I want to go to the book of Malachi, which is the last book in the Old Testament. Malachi was a was what we would be considered a minor prophet. And he, it, the major prophets would be those like Jeremiah, I, Isaiah, The their, their books were longer in the old Testament. So that's why they're called major prophets. Well, the, and there's five of them. Well, the minor prophets, which there were 12 of them, their books are shorter. So they're called the minor prophets and Malachi is one of them. Now the prophets were the ones who God used To try to guide the Hebrews back into alignment with living according to the laws and the teachings and what God was telling them to do. And Malachi, as a matter of fact, in this book, uh, Metaphysical Bible Dictionary, which is was written by Charles Fillmore. He's a co-founder of Unity. Malachi is represents the voice of consciousness and man. He says the voice of consciousness and man causes attention to his shortcomings. And encourages him to do right. That's what Malachi was trying to do. And his name uh, also m- meant my messenger. So in Malachi chapter 3 verse 7. I'm going to read from 7 to 10. It says, ever since the days of your ancestors. You have scorned my decrees and failed to obey them. Now return to me and I will return to you. Says the Lord of heavens and armies. But you ask, how can we return when we have never gone away? Should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? You have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. You are under a curse for your whole nation has been cheating me. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Now, when we are enslaved to money, we end up living under what it says here is a curse because they were not uh when it says you have cheated me of my tithes there's two things going on there that represent blocking our spiritual conscious our prosperity consciousness now i said the the hebrews were had just got come out of exile and they're trying to find their way and they're still having a difficult time because they're not following god how many times in our life have we been in a space that could be considered exile in our life is because we are not in alignment and the moment we move back into alignment sometimes it takes a minute to let go of the human way of thinking and being and move into a deeper spiritual way of being well the two things that happens is that you when you return to God you return to God in consciousness which is in chapter 6 verse 33 of Matthew where you seek God seek the kingdom of God Above all else. That's what God is saying to them. Seek me in my kingdom. And then the second part. Is to live righteously. Which means if you're moving into. Developing a prosperity consciousness. You must act. In alignment. That means you must tithe. The major piece. Of answering God's call. To give righteously. Is giving. Tithing. Charles Fillmore In his book, The Revealing Word, says that tithing, which is based on a law that cannot fail, establishes method in giving. It establishes a method in giving. It brings into the consciousness a sense of divine order that is manifested in one's outer life and affairs as increased efficiency and greater prosperity. He says it is the surest way Ever found to demonstrate plenty, for it is God's own law and way of giving. Freely, freely ye received, freely give. That's from Matthew 10, verse 8. And so the so as you give, so shall you receive. So of the biggest piece of activating. Prosperity consciousness, which is really the law of giving and receiving, is that we have to give. We have to give of our time in relationship with God. We have to sit in that consciousness, aligning ourselves and strengthening our, strengthening ourselves in all of the aspects of God. And then we must walk and live the truth that we know. It does not work until you work it. So we must tithe. Tithing is a method of giving. And when you do that, you bring all the tithes into the storehouse so that there will be enough food in my temple. Now, what does that mean? Bring all the tithes into the storehouse represents the church. So bringing your love offerings, your donations, your tithes, your pledges into the church, that is the storehouse and the temple. And then the food that we eat is the spiritual teachings that we learn. The spiritual, the spiritual teachings that we develop into together. And the way we are right now with the with not being in, um in person in the church we are able to continue our our worship services virtually online through zoom and well through youtube and also to have our interactions with with each other through our fellowships through our zoom house parties through our meditations through like we did yesterday with our ufh movie night through our critical conversations we're able to do all of this because of the tithes that you are bringing into the storehouse that is creating the food the spiritual food the Social food of interaction, the food of being able to learn, to grow and to expand together in consciousness. All of that happens because we're able to pay our bills. If you just be real about it, but it happens because we're giving. And then as we give, it says that God will open the windows of heaven for you. Now, the windows of heaven were closed for the uh, Hebrews before because they were not. Listening to the laws of God. And what they were doing is their own thing. Disobeying everything God was telling them to do. So imagine knowing that there is a lot there. So say for instance, you are walking past a candy store or something like that. Let's as a child and you're looking in. Ooh, and an ah, on is a whole lot of candy on the other side of the glass. Well, God is saying is that when you align your consciousness with God, That glass represents your consciousness. It, it, when it's caught up in the human realm, it blocks you from experiencing the treasures of heaven, which is the spiritual consciousness. Everything is created in the consciousness of God, which is heaven. Heaven represents the consciousness of God. But the moment you redirect your consciousness to be in alignment with God, your consciousness shifts to receive the abundance of God. Because you truly believe that God is your source of all supply. And not only is God your source of all supply, God is the infinite source of all supply. I uh, remember when I was working at President Tuxedo and I was working with this lady. Her name was Verlene Barker. She's the one who taught me how to pray. I mentioned her a couple times. And she also taught me about tithing. When we would get our checks, she would, on her break, she would go through and open it up. she would calculate how much her tithe was based off her gross earnings not the money that came and that was in her check but the money that she made before taxes were taken out because she said she never wanted to cheat anything from God and that's what she made so she felt God deserved tithing off of that amount 10% and that's what she tithed every month every two weeks she tithed that and so I was Uh, Listen, watching her because there were several times that she was in a crisis, a financial crisis or a car broke down or she needed to take care of something or she her kids need something and she didn't have the money in that moment. But every single time the money appeared or somebody took care of it or something happened where that blessing was offered. And then there in this book, Spiritual Economics, which should be familiar to some of you who took the class with me a couple months ago. There's a, a title, a chapter entitled A New Look at Tithing, and it's a story in here about William Colgate that says it's a, a tithing story. When he was leaving his home in Baltimore, uh, Baltimore to go to New York, a friend of him said, son, whatever you do, do it well, take the Lord into partnership. That's a powerful thing to do. Take God into partnership with you and everything you do. Give him a 10th of all you make and you will never fail. Once you align yourself with God, partner yourself with God, you will never fail. It goes on to say that he, uh, began, he started, was able to start his own business and he always set aside 10 cents on each dollar and the title of his account for his donations was account with the Lord. It says his profits soared and he instructed his bookkeeper to increase the amount of his tithes to 20% and then to 30%. And ultimately, he was giving 50% of everything he was making. Yet the more he gave, the more his business flourished. Now, how in the world, when you think about it, can your profits, can you gain, bring in more when you're giving away half of what you bring in and yet you still keep getting more? That boggles the mind. That is when you come from a human consciousness, because the truth is when you try to figure it out, you're not going to be able to figure it out. Our way of doing math and calculations is nowhere near what God is doing. You can't figure out what God's doing. The Bible says God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. God's ways are higher than our ways. All we need to know is it works when you work it. So when you move into a space of giving righteously, you give from the consciousness of knowing that not only is God your source, your infinite source of supply, your infinite source of everything you could ever need that will return to you exceedingly and abundantly as you give righteously. You give knowing that it's a powerful way of expressing prosperity consciousness and honoring God and giving back to God. And then you give of your time, your talents, and your treasure according to how you are guided to give generously and freely, freely according to how God guides you. So you never go wrong because you're rooted in hearing from the still small voice of what God tells you to do. So let's go back to Verlene. I didn't want to be tithing no 10%. <laughs> I was a, I was in college. I was 19 years old. I wanted my money. So she said, okay. Well, then just tithe what you know you can do on a regular basis. Keep that practice going every two weeks or at least once a month. And so that's what I did. I kept doing it over and over again. Um, Even times when I didn't have a job, if I got a little bit of money doing something or from a birthday or something like that, I still gave somehow. And then eventually I got up to giving $50 every two weeks. And that was pretty cool for me. It stretched me big time, but I still did it. And then I heard God saying to me, put me to the test last year when I got installed at Unity of Farmington Hills. And so I started tithing 10% of my gross, just like Verlene did. And I wish she was here to for me to share my testimony because I used to share with her all the time. And I found out that she had passed away. I'd been looking for her. And Howard said, why don't you Google her? And I did. And I found her obituary. So... Thank you, Verlene, for everything you taught me. I know you're watching over me. So anyway, I started tithing last year. Now last year, when I got installed, Unity of Farmington Hills was still slowly growing, didn't have enough money to pay me the salary that I was hired into. But by the end of December, what is that? August December August September October November within 6 months less than 6 months our church expanded in its in its tithings and love offerings and started to grow and it moved into the conscious into the the financial prosperity where I could start having a salary and so now I'm still tithing off of my growth and for for today I tithe and I gave more because this is giving Sunday and I love our spiritual community and I wanted to give a little more. And I'm still giving more because I'm doing last year. I said on December 23rd, I was going to do my acts of kindness. Sometimes it's giving of my time. Sometimes it's giving of my talents. Most of the times it's giving of my finances, my treasures. So I know this works. I promise you I know this works. And so I have a challenge for us all have a challenge for us to start today, putting God to the test even more, stretching ourselves even more. And so for the next month, all the way until the last Sunday in November, which is the Sunday after Thanksgiving, let us do a giving righteously challenge. Let us share opportunities where we give of our time, our talent and our treasure as we are guided by God. And I want you to email me your testimonies on how God is giving back to you. You will see it because our mind will be uh our mind will be focused on it. You can email it to senior minister at unityfh.com. And if you want, I will share it. I will be sharing my own testimonies with you. Let us do this together. And I have I'm affirming that as we move into that last Sunday in November, not only will we have increased our storehouse abundantly and exceedingly, uh, where there's not enough room to take it in, but we will also have an idea on where we want to start tithing. We already give to our own in our community and we've given a little outside of our community. I'd like to be able to give more to the community outside of our spiritual community in Farmington Hills, and I'd like to be able to tithe. We can find an area where we're gonna tithe, and I'd like for us to start tithing as a spiritual community. We are going to grow, we are going to prove God, we are going to test God in this spiritual giving. We are going to answer God's call to give righteously, individually, and as a spiritual community. So I ask you to affirm this with me. I am ready to make God my partner together. I am ready to make God my partner. I partner with God in everything I do together. I partner with God in everything I do. God is my prosperity together. God is my prosperity. And the last one, I am ready to give righteously as I am guided by God together. I am ready to give righteously as I am guided by God. Now that is a perfect time a perfect area, a perfect segue into our giving Sunday, our our, our giving segment for today, Giving Sunday. So as you've just affirmed, I am ready to give righteously as I am guided by God. I want you to take a deep breath and breathe that in. And I want you to feel the unction of God pushing you forward into greater, greater things. And I want you to bring forth in your consciousness the giving that what you hear God telling you to give to catch up with your tithes, to catch up with your pledges, or to just give a little bit more to Unity of Farmington Hills. And it will not hurt you, it will challenge you. If you follow that, what says give till it hurts, you're coming from the human consciousness. If you follow giving to where it challenges you, you're coming from spiritual consciousness. So now let us affirm our love offering blessing, knowing. That as God challenges us, God blesses us together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are giving online, you can go to unityfh.com. Click on the donate button. When you open up the donate page, scroll down to that little orange donate button. Press that and go ahead and give. For your giving Sunday donation, your tithes, your love offering, your pledges, however it is that you're going, to, God's guiding you. For those of you who are sending in your God pledge, your God donation, however God's guiding you to give righteously, send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And however it is that you give, let this be a powerful start to our giving challenge that will last for the next four weeks and so now we have our next special song our second special song entitled in the blink of an eye it is led by Lauren and then I will be back with our closing prayers I'll see you in a little bit An awesome awesome song and I'm glad I didn't blink because <laughs> I saw another picture of me <laughs> I would have missed it although it was a, it's a, it was nice of I like when Lauren adds those pictures in them it reminds in, into his videos it reminds us of the spiritual community the closeness that we have in our community I saw faith in there Michael Mary Garibay was in there and Carl Schluter I saw you all in there it was night nice, it's a nice picture Thank you for that. Thank you for the performance and the way it uplifted us. I appreciate all that you all do in our music team. I really do. So let us go ahead and prepare for our love, our virtual prayer circle. So take a deep breath and close your eyes. And I invite you to bring the name of the person who you'd like prayer for into your mind, even if it's for you. and visualize that we are. Just imagine that we are in a beautiful prayer circle. It's our virtual prayer circle. The way we do in our church, or we will do it a little bit differently when we get back, but just imagine the prayer circle and go ahead and call forth the names of those who you'd like prayer for. And God, as you hear these prayers, I thank you for answering every single one. That is our prayer, that you've already answered it. That as the names go forth, The blessings go shower down into their lives manifesting their highest and greatest good in your divine order in your divine timing and in your divine way and we thank you God for the powerful way that you are showing up in each and every one of their lives right now and thank you for showing up in each and every one of our lives as we stand in the gap as intercessors of prayer for them thank you for blessing this everyone who is here today to receive your message and be your message and blessing those who help to create this spiritual worship service and those who help to promote it thank you god for also blessing every single family connected to unity of Farmington hills and for blessing the world god all of us brothers and sisters in christ thank you god for your mighty gift of love that always loves always blesses always heals amen amen and amen and now let us affirm our prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Yay, God. Thank you, God. And all that jazz. Today's birthday Sunday. So, all of you who had a birthday in October, happy birthday. My son's birthday was the 13th, and Michael's birthday was last Tuesday. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Let me sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. You are wonderful. Happy birthday to you, and many more. For those of you who are joining me for the Sunday fellowship, I'll see you in a little bit. For the rest of you, enjoy the rest of your giving Sunday and enjoy your experiences of abundance and prosperity exceedingly and abundantly. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid. It has been a joy today. Ah, I guess I will see you all next time. Let us close out by singing with our, our music team the peace song. I'll talk to you later. Bye bye.